I'm calling the April 13th, 2023 Facilities Master Planning and Oversight Committee meeting to order. Linda, will you please call the roll? Yes, President Wong. Present. Vice President, oh, sorry. <laughs> Trustee Chung. Present. And Chair Solomon will be absent. You do have a quorum. Thank you. I'll now read the land acknowledgement statement. We acknowledge that we are on the ancestral unceded and the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramatish Ohlone, who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. As the indigenous stewards of this land and in accordance with their traditions, the Ramatish Ohlone have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as the caretakers of this place, as well as for the peoples who reside in their traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramatish community and by affirming their sovereign rights as First Peoples. Next, we have um, item number three, um, public comment for this item other than comments on items not on the agenda will be taken on each item as it is discussed. Requests to make public comment must be submitted in advance no later than 30 minutes before the start of the meeting. Via email to public comment at ccsf.edu or via phone to 669-444-1266. Please submit the following information, name, meeting name, and date, agenda, item number, phone number, if participating by phone, and at the appropriate time, the speaker will be Unmuted. Linda, do we have any public comments for items not on the agenda? No, we do not. Okay. Next, we have the minutes uh, for the March 9th, 2023 Board of Trustees Facilities Master Planning and Oversight Committee meeting. Do you have a motion to approve the minutes? Moved. Uh, I will second. Uh, do we have any public comment on this? No, we do not. Okay. Um, okay. Um, Linda, will you please call the roll? Student trustee advisory vote. Aye. Uh, Chair Wong? Yes. Trustee Chung? Aye. The motion passes. All right. Next agenda item is the facilities project updates. Uh, Associ Associate Vice Chancellor Alberto Vasquez, will you please uh, present? Yes. Thank you, Chair Wong. Um, Wanted to just follow up on specifically on the items uh, in March that were went through the facilities, this meeting and also the meeting at a mission center. So, for in the in the meantime, with the even with the spring break, we were able to get a the contracts from the vendors for all four of the projects that were passed in the process, and we also issued a notice to award to them. So, they have a signed contract and there's a purchase order. So. That's great. Um, we're kind of ahead of schedule because we thought we'd be doing this in end of this month. Um, but with that, we're now working with the contractors for all of the projects, all the four projects, the John Adams Heating, the Mission Center, Wellness, and the Transformer for the Student Health Building to get a schedule, and per, a, a schedule for the work and a procurement of the materials. Um, preliminarily, um, they have mentioned that there are lead times to it, but they vary from the different sizes of different equipment between eight to 14 weeks. They're not all 14 weeks long, but there's a range of time. 
um, and we're still working on the specifics. The notice to award was signed uh, over the last couple of days after all their contracts and paperwork was uh, finalized. So we are taking positive steps moving forward for the heating in those areas. More than likely, there'll be summer completion projects. Thank you. Do we have any public comment on this item? No, we do not. Okay. Do you have any questions or comments from fellow trustees? Nope. Okay. Um, next agenda we item we have is uh, 5B, Southeast Center updates. Uh, Chancellor Martin, will you please present? Uh, yes, President Wong. And very briefly, we do have the letter received from the San Francisco PUC. Uh, indicating that we are uh, required to vacate the premises at 1800 Oakdale. Uh, that is the location uh, that we have leased uh, for approximately the past 25 years. Uh, we've been on a month-to-month -month lease uh, for almost a decade uh, now, and then ultimately uh, have been now asked uh, to vacate the premises because the PUC uh, has vacated it themselves uh, and will no longer maintain the facility at a level uh, that would uh, promote, uh, you know, occupancy. Uh, so we did uh, receive that letter. We are in the process of vacating uh, the facility, and I'd be happy to answer any questions the trustees may have. Thank you. Okay, uh, trustees. Um, uh, tr Trustee Chisty. Thank you. Um, so can you tell me, um, like how many classes were we offering at the Southeast facility and just the capacity that the facility was being used? Uh, certainly. So prior to the pandemic, uh, well, taking a step backwards, we currently uh, and have historically leased uh, approximately 35 spaces. That's a combination of office spaces, uh, conference rooms, and classroom spaces. Uh, I would say uh, at the height of the Southeast Center, in looking at the last 10 years, uh, we would offer uh, anywhere between 15 to 25 classes there uh, a week. Uh, that has always been uh, a center in which we've uh, remained steadfast in providing uh, FTF and offering classes there. Uh, but it never got to a point where it was uh, fully occupied, uh, at least in the recent uh, history. So I think my main concern is that Southeast is in District 10 and, um, you know, serves folks in the Bayview. And um, it sounds like that space wasn't being fully utilized, um, you know, despite PUC, you know, taking their lease back. But do we have any plans of um, offering classes in that area, maybe at Evans? And um, I don't know, is there like can we get some money from the PUC for like hardship that this is going to cause for us or um, just like relocation fees or I don't know, something like that? We can certainly explore uh, opportunities with the PUC. Uh, I think it may be difficult because the lease agreement uh, may provide some restrictions on what we could potentially ask for uh, in respects to any uh, hardship uh, funding uh, or any relocation funding. Uh, but we can certainly look at uh, the existing plans that we have in place uh, and bring those to the board in respects to construction funding, not only dedicated to uh, the Evans Center, but also uh, there's currently $30 million of funding allocated in our Prop A bond uh, for a joint project with the PUC uh, into the future. 
uh, it was my understanding that the concept of that 30 million and why it was allocated in our current bond budget mm -hmm. uh, is that a new facility uh, or a joint project with the PUC would ultimately replace the 1800 Oakdale uh, facility that we're moving out of. Uh, so as we sit here today, those funds are still in the bond budget. Uh, I do believe that is still a part of the facilities master plan uh, here at City College. Uh, so I would say that is the long-term uh, option for us to continue to serve uh, that district. Uh, and looking at the immediate future, uh, we could explore uh, different opportunities with another lease. Uh, we do have options at the Evans Center, which also has bond funds that are allocated for renovation. Uh, the complication with the Evans Center is that it is very heavy uh, into CTE disciplines. Uh, which may make it difficult in, difficult in respects to scheduling uh, with some of the traditional classroom settings or lecture formats uh, when really that facility uh, was developed for uh, the CTE disciplines. So that's something we can look into and, and bring more information back here in the near future. Thank you. Um, yes, I would I would love that. I think I'm growing just a little concern about our presence and um this part of the city, which has been often forgotten. I used to be a legislative aide for D10, and um, just um, it feels like that part of the city just does not get taken into account when policies are made. So I think um, just two things that I will say. The first thing is, like, I want to keep our presence there. I think that in the facilities um, bond, like we've allocate, like we have the money there, but we haven't like completely transferred it or allocated it is, or I could be missed. Like I see it, I visually remember it being in one column, but it's not in that second column yet. Uh, certainly. And I believe the second column may be uh, referring to actual expenditures. And at this point, uh, the project hasn't incurred any actual expense. So it is just in the budget right now. <laughs> okay. Um, and last thing is, is that I don't know if the district 10 supervisor is kind of aware of this, but it would be good to just kind of keep them in the loop about this as well. I don't know if PUC has communicated with them, but yeah, thank you. Any other trustees? Uh, Trustee Chung. Yeah, I, I just want to um, concur with uh, Trustee Chistie. I think, you know, I've, I've spoken to you, Dr. Martin, in private about my concern with the Southeast Corner and, and really as someone who's resided in the Southeast Corner for um, more than half my life now, um, it is, it, it's incredibly important that we continue to serve this district. It's, it's you know, it's the equity population that we really want to serve. Um, in our um, vision for City College, I I guess my question um, in follow-up is, do we know what the city has planned for this land and how will we meet, how may we be involved in that conversation so that you know we can really exercise the the vision um, for that location for why it was chosen by community organizers in the first place? Uh, thank you for the question. And it is my understanding that uh, the PUC uh, is working through that internal planning process now as to what their long-term uh, plans are for that facility or for that footprint. Uh, to my knowledge, we haven't uh, been a part of those conversations, but it's certainly something that we can reach out uh, to them and uh, engage with them at that level uh, and bring more information back. But at this point, I'd be hesitant to speak for the PUC because I'm not certain as to what their definitive plans are. Any other um, trustees? Um, I will uh, make a comment then. Yes, uh, I asked for this um, item to be on this agenda because I wanted to ensure that we updated the community about the status 
of um, our Southeast Center. The Southeast part of our city has been historically underserved and we've, in recent history at this campus, we've had little to no presence in, in terms of, of, of classes. And I, I do think that even if we're in the situation where we have to leave this location, we must continue to uh, maintain our presence in the Southeast part of the neighborhood to ensure that we're able to do our part in the Southeast corner of, of the city and ensure that we're supporting our equity population. So for, for me, I, I think that this is a very significant change and we need to be very conscientious about what we're doing to proactively um, serve the Southeast uh, community. So I just wanted to make that uh, make that point there and and be cognizant of this change and also bring this item to this committee for the broader awareness of, of the community. Um, I want to really commit to, as a board member, to continually being active and, and supporting and pushing for presence for our college in, in the Southeast. So I've got comments. I've, I don't have questions. Um, so that's that's it for me. Any other questions or comments from trustees? Uh, nope. Uh, Trustee Chung. Yeah, I just want to. I just wanted to reiterate. Um, it, please, Dr. Martin, if you could please find a way to be involved in those conversations with SFPUC, that'd be great. Chair Wong, we do have public comment on this side. Okay, uh, public comments. Terry Bernstein. Good afternoon, folks. Um, this is a biggie. Um, so the status quo had been that there was an agreement to <clears throat> um, use the facility through 2025. Now it's described as no longer occupiable for the reasons that were expressed to you on the 20th of March. Um, one thing there is, I think, I don't remember the name of it. It's either Southeast or Bayview Education Master Plan that involves two campuses. One is Southeast and one is Evans. Uh, now Southeast is functionally gone. Um, and the problem, one problem at Evans is the faculty there are told there's a very good chance that the aircraft maintenance program will be there, which will remove educational opportunities there because they won't have the space. Um, so what is what are the two prongs of that uh, plan? Um, I brought up yesterday with the chancellor um, negotiations on reimbursement for the, uh, since the college was functionally locked out of the facility, I don't know how long that was going on. He said, there's a problem since we have things stored there. But if the place was locked out, it was not available to even clean it up. Maybe that could have been negotiated, but um, that's something that has to be sorted out. We can't just say, uh, go away, you lost your money, you paid it fair and square. Um, 
Now, the thing is, Alberto Vasquez said today at another meeting that the 1550 proposed education building is with the chancellor's office for negotiation. It's been uh, with lawyers, I guess, for 22 months. Um, we have to own the building to use the money, but after it's done, City College will have no ownership of Evans. That's what we were told by the lawyers. So you have to look into that before you make any action on this. That concludes public comment on this item. Okay, are there any further comments from my fellow trustees? Uh, Trustee Chung. I just wanted to make sure, um, uh, Dr. Martin, so we, we will be able to move all our furniture and, and fixtures um, out by by the stated date, the end of this month? Uh, that is correct, Trustee Chung. We've engaged uh, members of our departments to go to the facility to identify uh, what materials may be worth keeping and then what materials may be appropriate to be salvaged. And that ultimately uh, will be able to be completed before the deadline. Anybody else? All right. We're moving on to the next item, item 6A, resolution supporting transit improvement priorities for City College of San Francisco. So I will make some initial comments about this. Um, so improving our transit accessibility is so important to ensuring that we have equitable access for all members of our community to attend City College, improve our student and employee safety, and also raise our uh, enrollment so that people aren't saying that it's easier to get to Skyline or some other campus than, than our own. And so at City College, we've had various um, uh, priorities around, around transit in and around our, our campus, but we've never really formally com communicated our position on some of those things. And it's the purpose of this resolution is to, similar to the uh, to the Lunar New Year resolution that we passed earlier, be able to put us as a college um, to to consolidate our position around around these transit issues as a college, so that we're able to speak up with um, speak up with a voice and say that City College supports this. In our at our school, uh, according to some of our recent studies, uh, half of our students take transit to to school. And we have um, six percent that uh, bike or walk to school. And when we've looked, when we've looked into this, um, we've been wanting to advocate for uh, our associate students. They've been advocating for Assembly Bill Six Ten, the Youth Transit Pass uh, pilot program for free youth transit passes, which would create a five-year youth transit pass pilot program to provide grants to transit agencies to create or expand free fare transit programs for college or K2 and K-12 uh, students. We also have uh, other efforts by uh, uh, the mayor and supervisor uh, Melgar to, um, recently they allocated $2 million to uh, support um, uh, Muni for, for youth. And we have, uh, there's a number of, fatalities that have happened around in and around City College since 2016. We've had three uh, pedestrian uh, fatalities. We had three motor vehicle um, fatalities as, as well. And as we, 
as we build the PAEC and the STEAM building, we're going to have a reduction in our parking around our school. So it's really important that we we take a be able to take a position and have a voice around these issues. So this resolution has been several uh, months in in the making. Um, some of the folks that I uh, reached out to to consult with are some of our Ocean Avenue Mobility Action Task Mobility Action Plan Task Force members, including Sarah Bars, uh, Jonathan Winston, um, Heather uh, Brent from our own city college. Um, also uh, worked to run this resolution by uh, uh, Supervisor Myrna Melgar's office, as well as um, get some uh, review from. Um, uh, our leaders at SF Walk and the SF uh, Bicycle Coalition. So I, I see this resolution as a um, a vehicle to be able to uh, communicate our message, so that we can really get this, get the city, get the MTA to support some of these very basic changes um, or upgrades in and around our campus. And so, just to name them out loud. Um, a bi-directional north and south bicycle lane on Frida Kahlo Way with uh, green paint. Uh, as many of our uh, uh, students have advocated for, a free or subsidized student transit pass in partnership with MTA or BART. Expansion of the north side Ocean Avenue pedestrian sidewalk adjacent to City College and uh, a bicycle lane. Uh, creation of a sidewalk on the south side of Havelock between City College and Havelock bridge and the creation of a sidewalk on the southeast side of Circular Avenue between Havelock and Judson Avenue and a painting of a crosswalk at both um, a Cloud, Cloud Avenue crossings intersecting Frida uh, Callow Way. So some of these are very basic as some of them are a little bit more uh, complicated um, for the um, for the uh, Havelock uh, a bridge. Um, there's been ongoing conversation. Uh, the sidewalk around Havelock Bridge. There's been ongoing conversation about that. For the expansion of the Ocean Avenue pedestrian uh, sidewalk adjacent to City College, there's also been uh, discussion uh, at the Ocean Avenue Mobility Action Plan uh, Task Force around it. And so there's been discussion about expanding the. Um, expanding the sidewalk, adding more walkability and uh, a bicycle access there and moving, um, I'm not sure what those uh, what those things are called, the, um, the, the, the barrier that prevents the, the dirt from falling down um, to, to, to move that over so that there's more um, uh, sidewalk space. And so this resolution incorporates all that at, into, into this and enables us to really communicate with message. And the other thing is I, I still want to I'm interested in gathering further input on this. I'm still talking to a few groups and maybe potentially strengthening uh, this resolution. So, you know, I want to open up and maybe potentially add some additional uh, additional items in, in this resolution between now and, and next month as, as well. So I'm also um, kind of considering uh, maybe even continuing this in, in the committee so that we can have further uh, additions. Uh, talking to the um, Ocean Avenue uh, Mobility Action Plan uh, Task Force. They had some suggestions um, uh, as as well, and they've been generally supportive of, of this. So that's it for for me. Any questions or comments for? Oh, actually, public comment first. Uh, Madeline Mueller. Okay. 
I'm going to have a temper tantrum. I have a house full of stuff about this issue. We have worked on this issue at the campus for decades. This is not a first thing. And I know all the folks, kind of, that you've talked to, but you haven't talked to the facilities committee on campus. That's a first. So what you said last was best. This needs more work. And I hope you understand that, that all of these groups, upon occasion, they have come in front of the facilities committee, which is goes way, way back. The data here is quite out of date. I've had lots of data, lots of data, a house full of data. It takes up my living room, boxes of data on the transportation surveys, on student needs, on this, this, this is 2018. I, I have it in a box someplace, but we have many other bits of stuff that, that pertain to this. This is a terribly important issue and it needs all the eyes on it. And it needs the college. You didn't say one group, it's a college group. You didn't once say, come back to the facilities committee. We have agenda items all the time like this. This needs to go through that committee. I think the board has made this, I, I think, and the chancellor, that we need to go back through the college community and actually get all the components. We have students on that committee. They, they haven't brought up this issue. It's a quadripartite or whatever. It's a very big committee. So really, you know, I don't want to dig into this because it's such a good issue, but you need the eyes, what is it? The wisdom of crowds. You need to get the college input on this and the history of it. And the data has to be updated a bit better. For example, when it goes into um, the bi-directional north and south, um, what is it for bicycles? The most dangerous intersection for a bicycle, for we have fatalities, is putting the bicycle lanes, which they did without the college's knowledge. That's where the fatalities I want the bicycle lane to go out when least restricted. That's the safety factor. This first thing invites uh, problems, safety problems be rewritten. So I hope that you can. This, what you just said, get this out, get it back through the committee on campus, and let's really get a good one. Thank you. Thanks. Next is Mary Lee Hearn. Um, I'm glad that this issue came up again, and like Madeline Mueller, I think that it needs to be updated. This is 2018. That's really too old right now, the way things change as rapidly as they do. My concern are th about particular populations. Um, I'm glad that the bicycle people will be taken care of, people living in the city, can access the college in different ways. How about our students who come outside of the city? How are they going to get here? M many of them take cars, and but it is stated in this report at some point, I'm quoting now, at some point in the aff affordable housing development, that will result in parking becoming unavailable. And research is being done to determine what opportunities there are for additional parking facilities or structure. I would emphasize that we really need to pay attention to that so that 
people who are challenged, mobility challenged, older adults. These are bigger, these are big populations that I would like to see accommodated. And I don't see anything in this resolution other than we are doing research on it. So please let's really pay attention to that so we don't discourage those populations from attending city. Thank you. Thank you. Bernstein. Oh, okay, one more. The City College of 2018 is not the City College of 2023. So I, I would echo much of what the um, previous speaker said. Um, so the resolution notes that the PAC and the STEAM projects will increase demand for parking and reduce parking spaces. I realize the subject of this is, yes, get more input for sure, but is about uh, transit. But uh, since it said that I, I saw that there's uh, six, of the survey that 66% uh, of the employees drove alone, 10% in carpools. Um, so even doubling the transit access is not going to affect uh, the em employees. Also, as uh, Marilee said, uh, students uh, who have difficulty uh, walking or access, um, you know, there still is not a um, a shuttle that will come here. That was asked for repeatedly. The people at the Balboa Reservoir site said, no, they weren't going to do that. Um, I haven't heard about that recently. Maybe it's time to go back there and say, you know, what does it take to do that? Uh, because that last, last mile. Uh, also, um, we're returning to campus, more classes coming back to campus. Um, so where are those people going to go? I know it'll be years before we have the, the pack here, but the, the demand for parking, I know it's almost impossible for me just in the middle of the day to find parking. And uh, you should evaluate what that's like. Okay, we want to bring people back to the college. That concludes public comment for this item. Any questions or comments from trustees? Uh, Trustee Chung. Yeah, uh, thank you, President Wong, for for just introducing this and and really, um, you know, leading, guiding the, the conversation on the board level. It's clear that you want this to sort of, sort of be um, just the start of conversations, right? You were sharing what you were doing out in the community, um, and but I absolutely agree. I, I remember. Um, I, I think it is important that we bring this to our facility staff who understands our facility master plan and see how it fits, right? I think it's, uh, you, I'm just sort of, it's one of those things, right? The, the the different resolves are so specific. I just want to make sure it fits our facilities master plan. I completely agree. You know, it needs to go back to our PGC facilities committee um, for reflection at, at the district level. And then I actually think um, just reflecting broad picture, um, you know, we, just in SF politics, I think the 
there's no there's no question that the environmental movement and those who are bicyclists, my, including myself, um, have have really really taken on a lot of political space. Um, but I think it's really important, and, and perhaps this is one of the issues that um, creates space for us to be mindful of all the other different types of pedestrians, right? Of the older adults, of people of different. Um, able body types, right? And how we're able to move safely around our city streets because I it I wouldn't bike because <laughs> of because of, of all the confusion of the lanes. It's it's not safe. Um I I walk, I walk my bike through the intersections um because it's in certain intersections of the city. So I I just think um this is a great conversation to have. I'm really glad it's kind of come back. I I look forward to you know some of the facility committee members, Madeline Mueller, what you have to add with your all your data points <laughs> um and and of course from um abc vasquez's input thank you do we have any uh staff comments not at this time president sorry i i think i could put together some of the city's plans because the city for the Babal reservoir the mm -hmm. street behind Lee Avenue, uh, behind the MUB, sorry, right in that direction. They do have a some traffic, uh, some bike lanes planned. Um, I can see put together what the what I'm aware of the city is planning, whether they implement it or not, just to show what's going around the campus. Because they also are planning uh, is something they've mentioned but haven't seen it started uh, on Frida Kahlo on the east side, mm -hmm. going uh, north south as well. Okay. So, Okay. Um, thank you. And yeah, th thank you for the public comments. I, I really appreciate that. I, I think that this is a, a beginning of a, a conversation at, obviously this conversation has been had. Uh, so I think at, at the board level, uh, I want to get us to be able to officially have a position so that we're empowered to advocate. Um, when um, for the Lunar New Year uh, school holiday bill, uh, after the, the college um, took a position on that, um, I was able to go to um, go to a state assembly member and say, "Hey, city college is behind this. Can we get this bill going?" And now it's gone; uh, it's passed the state assembly and it's going through the state senate now. It's so it's to wrap our head around this conversation. And I, I realize that a lot of times these conversations about um, transit can sometimes um, sometimes um, turn into the situation. It's where it's one or the other, and I. I, I really, for me, I, I don't think about it, it that way. I want to be inclusive because I'm especially sensitive to um, our immigrant communities, our our senior uh, uh, communities, people that have mobility challenges that that may not necessarily be able to utilize some of these um, opportunities, such as um, uh, whether it be uh, bicycling or, or just being able to to walk. So I. I'm very conscientious about uh, that. My, um, yeah, uh, I, I think especially for um, for the a lot in Chinese community, there's a, a need to find different um, uh, different options other than uh, bicycling as as well. Um, I, I think with uh, with this resolution, it is the um, this conversation that we're we're starting here at at the board level, so that we may. Uh, engage more folks. And I definitely want to add, um, if, if there's additional uh, feedback, I definitely want to add it so that that way, um, when at 
at a point in the future, we can go to the MT and say, hey, we as a city college, we want that sidewalk. We've taken, we need to get that sidewalk uh, over there. We need that, that crosswalk uh, on Frida Kahlo uh, away. We can go to them and let them know that these are things that are important in and around our, our campus. So in the meantime, uh, I want to um, continue this conversation and be able to, to get feedback. I, I think some of the other um, resolutions we've passed, we've been able to forward it over to some of the um, the, the PGC um, or the, the facilities committee. And I, I think that would be a good next step. And I, I want to, um, I don't think uh, this is at the point where I would want to forward it to the full board. I'd actually want to uh, continue this uh, conversation, maybe bring it back to committee uh, next month too. But in the meantime, send it over to um, the PGC uh, and their facilities committee for review and feedback so that this uh, resolution can be, uh, can be improved. Um, so that's, uh, my comment on this, anything, um, else, uh, other than otherwise, I, I think just leaving this resolution as is, and then just kind of continuing it in committee is the fine with fund me. Um, any other comments by trustees, uh, and time check we're at 611. Um, if not, I'll move on to next agenda item. Um, let's see item six. B, authorization to contract with San Francisco Arts Commission to deinstall, store, and reinstall the Sentinels sculpture. Um, do we have a presentation by staff? Yes. Um, able to share screen, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Be able to do that. Oops. Sean, Mike's on. Sean, would you be able to allow me to share screen? Thank you. So, so this is this is the Sentinels, and it's, it sits right in front of between Colin and Smith Hall. Um, it's a artwork that's not one of the. It's not a CCSF owned. It's uh, the San Francisco Arts Commission has let us use it for however many years it's been on display there. Um, it's in the way of the construction zone area. And so we do need to remove it from that space. Um, and the Arts Commission is taking the responsibility, well, we're supporting the responsibility of them removing it, relocating it, and then bringing it back and storing it. There is a cost for some, um, oh, God, um, to maintain it. They, they see some things they need to correct to it. Um, so, so they're going to recondition it and bring it back. And so that's the existing space. And I think I have another image here showing the, uh, sorry, let me stop sharing share again, of where it's going to be located when we're done with the project. It's going to move from the backside. It'll be a focal point on the corner entry of Frida Kahlo and Ocean. And here you see it kind of a an evening image of it where it will be uh, set. So just an example. So it does have to go away for a couple of years while it's under construction, and it'll be back once the space is available for it. Okay. Any comments by fellow trustees? Uh, uh, Trustee Chung. Um, thank you, President Wong. I just wanted to ask, if, do we have an MOU with the San Francisco Arts Commission regarding the Sentinels sculpture? 
or other art pieces that we have at the college with them? I, I'd have to follow up. I don't think we, we might have it. I just it's uh, work with the I'll work with the works of art committee to see if they have something in place. Um, but I know this particular piece is under their jurisdiction, and they've permanently loaned it to us. But it's still under their their kind of ownership guide. I just think it's important that we consulted so that we um, know that we're you know not only following that agreement but also seeing if there was any alignment of money, if there was any cap to that um, before before we figured that exact amount that is specified on the agenda item, the fifty two thousand. Right. So so that's just the relocation to remove it and then be able to bring it back. Any uh, reconditioning of it is on what they've said they would handle. Um, but yeah, I'll try to get some follow-up information with them. But we have been communicating with them. This is working with them. Their their board approved this at a meeting in March as well. Any other comments? Uh soon trustee. Yeah, so so we we're just gonna be fronting the money and not they'll handle the relocation and the storing or how how does that, how does that work? That is correct. They're yeah. They're going to contract with a, a, an art relocation specialist who will be removing the artwork, storing it, and then bringing it back to the, to the location that's on the screen. And uh, we couldn't ask them to pay for the 52000 So it's being moved because we're doing the construction. It's in the way of the construction zone of the new Student Success Center. So if it wasn't for that, it wouldn't need to be moved. Or part of the process. Thank you. Any further questions or comments? Um, uh, Chancellor or uh, Associate Vice Chancellor, are you asking for a particular action from this uh, committee? This one is a, is a recommendation for approval for to go to the board. Okay. Um, do I have a motion for that? Um, moved with, with an MOU, if we can look up an MOU between us and the, our commission. Okay. Thank you. Um, I will second and then call public comment. Natalie Mueller. I have a different hat and a different committee. Uh, the Works of Arts Committee, as you said, um, they would know and they'll keep track. And I am now officially on the committee, although I've attended all the meetings for many years. Um, and Barbara Lass, who's the chair, asked that I read this comment to you at this part of the agenda. Um, and it's quite germane. Um, short, she says, as an official, okay, I'll take this off. Um, as an official committee under the Academic Senate, the Works of Art Committee would like to be notified in the future before items regarding CCSF works of art are placed on the official agenda. And it's not a matter of whether we own it or not own it. The Works of Art keeps the inventory and keeps the data, as, as Alberto said. Um, so again, you know, use as much information as you can. You have a committee that has answers, uh, and it's just a matter of timing. There's nothing wrong with the, the, the agenda item, but, but now I'm hearing that it would have been helpful if the works of arts had had an FYI, and then they could have answered the question about, you know, an MOU or something. They do keep an inventory on all the art, whether we own it or not. So it's a really good uh, suppository of information for the future. 
That concludes public comment for this okay. item. Okay, seeing uh, no further public comment, Linda, can you please call the roll? Student trustee advisory vote. Aye. Chair Wong? Yes. Trustee Chung? Aye. The motion passes. All right, next agenda item and uh, time check, we're at 618. So let's uh, work efficiently for these two last items. Um, 6C, Administrative Authorization 003 for Rudolph and Sletten Incorporated for Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts, and Mathematics STEAM Complex Design Build Services. <laughs> Sorry, uh, it's a mouthful. Um, so this is informational only. Um, the prior, this project was previously approved. The budget was approved in uh, 2020. Um, but what we wanted to share was this table for transparency of where we're at with the project. Um, for the this project was uh, Rudolph and Sletten. Um, they're doing the steam building. We finalized their final contract authorization of you know with the with the last authorization three to you know finalize it at 142 million for the project. Um, we did that within the constraints of our current project budget. Um, that project projected future authorizations. In, in order to do that and, and not come back for additional funding, we we did um, deplete some of the other resources within our contingency line items. So we just wanted to put it out there that as you know, as time progresses, we may come back, but we want to just preempt that it's it's not because we've used it for the that activity, but in order to you know complete the process, we 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 depleted some other line items on the budget. So it's just a, a potential to come back uh, for a, a small amount as the project pro proceeds for the next couple of years. Thank you, Associate Vice Chancellor Vasquez. Do you have any questions or comments from committee members or uh, trustees? I see none. Um, Trustee Chung. So um, AVC Vasquez, I just want to confirm. So that means that um, we're staying within budget for this for these projects, or for this particular project, and we're not pulling from any other budget line item and other at, projects. At the moment, yes. And part of the process is we, we, we were impacted by some escalation and some um, uh, got material and equipment delays, right? The, the supply chain, but we, it, it wasn't severe. It, it was less than 5% Delta from our original budget uh, in 2020. And so we, we feel very good that we were able to manage. And that's with a lot of help of, of Rudolph and Slutton, their design team, and all the participants, everybody who's involved. So it, it was a process where everybody tried to maintain and control costs. And we were able to stay within less than 5% of the original budget. But we did have to move within the initial budget some resources around. And we don't know in the future if there might be a small impact, just identifying that as a potential for us. Okay, seeing no other, uh, is there public comment actually? Okay, no public comment, no more other comments. Moved. <laughs> uh, there's a no uh, no action requested. Um, action item, okay. Okay, so uh, next is item 6D, Administrative Authorization 003 for XL Construction Corporation for Student Success Center Design Build Services. Uh, Associate Vice Chancellor Vasquez, do you have a presentation? Uh, very similar to the last one. Um, if we can just go to the chart. And so so it's the same model. Obviously, this this project 
uh, project budget-wise is a little bit less, um, but it's the same modeling. We're still targeting um, being within our budgets, um, but we're still not complete with the process. Um, we still anticipate a future uh, coming back for another uh, acknowledging an additional cost uh, to come up to about 111. And this one is around the five to 7% range Delta, um, but there's been other challenges. And we've also have included um, the uh, swing space associated with relocating the department out of Conlin Hall as part of this uh, contractor's budget. So just very similar information, just transparency purposes. You know, if we come back without sharing this information, it's a bigger number to mm -hmm. review. So I just wanted to bring it in, in the, in the sizable chunks that we have. Thank you. It's great for the for the board and the the public to be able to see and review this. Uh, any questions or comments from trustees? Any public comment? Seeing none, I'm going to move on to seven A uh, future agenda items. Um, do you have any Thank requests you. for future agenda items? Okay. Seeing none, I am. Uh, go ahead, uh, Trustee Chung. Sorry, Chair. Um, I, I did make a, a genuine request before about um, sort of the plans for um, essentially if we can receive a presentation on what the plans are for moving the different offices out of Conlon Hall and where they're going. Chancellor, is that like a, a pending item that's being saved for a future committee? Or we can certainly agendize it for next month. Okay. Um, other Otherwise, um, is there a motion to adjourn? Moved. I'll second. Uh, and then I, I think we're good to go. Next meeting. I try to do things efficiently.